to LMC cast with uh, Mr. Venato, uh, a random genius, and Vija. Uh, today's going to be a short but special focusing on E3, isn't it guys? Well you say short and special, it depends how long we waffle about Nintendo for. Point taken. Yeah, uh, I, it, to be fair, we could, it really, really could be very, very short. It's just a few of us, but well, I'll make the best of it. Yeah, we've got plenty. We'll have plenty to talk about the the other conferences as well. There's been a few conferences, yeah. Quite a few, quite a few indeed. So, right, where to start though? There's such a swath of announcements and new things to announce to be excited about. So, tell you what, I'll start with the thing I was most excited about. Yeah. And uh, I tell you what, I was rather surprised it came out of Microsoft. Ooh. And it was an announcement uh, for a games company. I really thought this was something amazing. Something that adds to my experience as a player. An Xbox-themed bridge. The mini where fridge. I can put all my Mountain Dew. Yes. What a joke. If that is something you're shoving into your presentation, you know you ain't got much. I mean, that or they're just running with the joke. It's like, yeah, uh, they're clearly running with the joke, the April Fool's joke, and they said, "Oh, actually, we got a positive reaction from this. Let's make it a real just product." Fucking and run it's like, with it. You it, it's... don't have any product announcements, do you? But bridge. It, it's kind of like when they did um, Skyrim for Alexa. And it's true. Mm. Yeah, and it, it became an actual thing. I wonder if that gets updates. It must surely. Well, I'm looking forward to eventually seeing Skyrim on the uh, the, the Texas Instruments calculator. Ooh. Yeah, I'm waiting for that as well. I mean, heck, if they could port Doom to everything, then uh, Skyrim's the next logical step, considering what it's already been on. That, that is true. What next, Tom Tom? Turn left at the Dragon Skeleton. Bear right at the... Uh, at the outpost, you have reached your destination in a pond. Mm. Uh, yeah, um, Microsoft was kind of like they were there, and yeah, um, Sony weren't there, were they? They didn't do anything in particular, did they? For it, I don't think. Uh, I don't think there was much Sony specific. Uh, no, there wasn't. I mean, there's the odd third-party game, but. Mm. Mm. But no, no first party or second party stuff. Uh, yeah, it's it's it seemed to be for most of E three. It was basically ain't Xbox turned up, sorry, Microsoft turned up, and then it was basically all third parties. And even then, it was only a few, and everyone else decided to do their own presentations before or after. Mm -hmm. 
True. I mean, to be fair for Sony, they did do a state of play for the New Horizon just like a, well, a week or two before. Mm. That's the sequel to uh, Zero Dawn, is Horizon Zero Dawn, isn't it? That was, yes. Yeah. If I recall, that stream happened right after that Sonic one. Mm. Oh, um. the Sonic one. The one the one that was delayed for over a year, basically. We've got a stream coming for you. We've got it coming. It's almost here. It's almost here. Yeah. Uh, one year later, we're going to announce something. Uh, it's like, are you sure? Are you ready for this? <laughs> yes, get on with it. Uh, so yeah, Sonic Colors Ultimate. I am actually excited. I mean, it's nice have... they put it on the PC. I have not played Colors in years. I... Same. Um, I mean, I'll pick it up for the Switch. It, it, it just purely because it's like, yeah, I might even pick it up on PC as well. Um, I will admit, I'm a bit surprised that they um, they just went after Colors because there's a couple of games that kind of fallen into that gap. Uh, certainly, um, that haven't seemed to have made it to PC release or um, uh, anything else. I think Sonic Unleashed is another one, isn't it? It's pretty much anything from, well, technically uh, 06 up to before generations, anything fair, it's just not on PC. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I, generations, you can understand. Unleashed. I can't understand as much, and uh, colors. I can see why they're bringing it back because it was a very well received game at the time, and it's only out been out on one console. Mm. So, yeah, it's well, two if you count the 3DS version. I think it was. I think it was just standard DS. Yeah, I think it was DS. Because um, I remember, I remember playing that. And I remember trying to uh, to Kev about that, and uh, the basic uh, consensus on the on the um, DS version of Colors was that it was effectively just Sonic Rush. Sonic Rush Three Colors, yeah. Which, but not uh, as good. Let's be fair. That yeah, I mean, Sonic Rush was and Rush Adventure were brilliant. Mm. Uh, but I know, I'll I'll admit. This is probably a bit of a heresy. I never took to the Sonic Advance games too well. Uh, Ethan! It was only... Yeah, yeah, I know, I know, I know. It was uh, only it, Sonic, it, Rush, it... Sonic Rush Adventure that I took to, and they, in my book, were the pinnacle of 2D games. Um, hey, many is still really good. I just have a really fun spot in my heart for Rush and Rush Adventure. And it's a same shame you're probably never going to see a proper port of them. Yeah, I mean, to be is. fair, they've got what a, a dual screen issues to work around. So yeah, and it's yeah. I mean, you probably if you were to do a successor or a remake at this stage, you either shove it on a PC screen or TV screen, and you have it with the dual screen mode, or you remake it. Well, as in the dual screen mode, it did have the touchscreen functionality, so. They need to have a bit of a rethink on how to remake that. Yeah. Or port it, even. I suppose. I'll tell you what. Thinking of the aspect ratios of most phones, could probably do it with very little work you onto could... mobile. They just need a decent emulator, at the very least. If they... Decent emulator, and then it's just a, a decent control setup as well, because I, I just I like the feel of buttons. Yeah. Uh. 
I just don't think you get the same responsiveness with a touchscreen. True, you, you need that tactile feedback. You do, yeah. yeah. Uh, but we seem to be digressing, don't we? Just just a little bit, that's fine. Yeah, just a bit, yeah. just a bit. But uh, Yes, Sonic Colors uh, Ultimate Edition. Uh, the tease, was it, uh, for a new Sonic, Sonic game? Everyone's yeah, Sonic Rangers, cool. oh. people are assuming. Assuming. Mm. Be- because Sega's not very good at hiding their files. Uh, file names. <laughs> uh, come on, guys. Um, and uh, a new compilation, which... Be honest. It's been long enough since the last major compilation, so it's it's a good time. If you haven't got Sonic uh, Sonic mm-hmm. Mega Collection, Sonic Mega Collection Plus, Sonic Gems Collection, the Sonic and Sega Genesis Collection, or in fact the original games uh, on either on PC or on the original cartridges, then here's your opportunity to pick up some classic games. Hmm. It's what one, two, three knuckles and CD. Want to say? Um, I know it's the first. I don't three. think. I know it's the first three, but I don't think they've announced much else, which surprises me a little. Because, I mean, to be honest, now you could probably smash the contents of Mega Collection Plus and Gems onto a single cartridge, and then probably get Adventure and Adventure Two Plus Heroes on there, and still not be struggling for space. Hmm. Quite the thing, Which, uh... but I, I would really say if they ever go back and re-release Adventure up to Heroes, those have aged poorly. They need a proper remaster if you ever do re-release them. Yeah. Uh, just some... Let's never talk about Sonic 06, shall we? <laughs> I'm sorry. What? I've never heard of this game that you've spoken about. Yeah. I mean, there was that weird clip oh, of him just visiting a city, and I was about it. It's like, I don't know why else to, they released that. To, to be fair, though, if they went back to it, it's not like 06, and it's like, they fixed that one story point that everybody hates. Which point? Uh, <laughs> the main point. The the the, 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 um, the, the, the bit towards the end. Oh, the Sleeping Beauty everyone, moment. Yeah, that bit. That's the main bit. And then they tone down the rest of the kind of, wait, what the heck is going on here? Ooh, no, don't do that kind of moments. Uh, and then just fix the gameplay and all the glitches. I mean, if they just fix the load the times and the camera, I'd be fine with it. Yeah, there's a, there's a couple of things they need to fix. Because um, I think there's a gem of a game in there. It just got rushed out the door. And it's been damned ever since. A bit of a shame. Mm. Mm. But we are digressing again. again. <laughs> Seems to be a common thread when we, we, uh, we start talking about like Sonic games. I wonder why. Main, it's like we're missing <laughs> our main head honchos to keep us in line. Well, well, there's that. And it's like, well, there really wasn't much in E3 to talk about. I mean, I, I've got uh, an E3, everything that was announced, and it's kind of just... I'm reading through it, and it's like, are these the highlights? I mean, there's uh, been everything I, for everyone. Yeah, yeah. I mean, Microsoft seemed to be pushing the Xbox gaming service to everything. Mm, which is true. fine. And a bunch of day one exclusives for that as well, including Psychonauts 2. 
Psychonauts. Which I am looking forward to. Yeah, Psychonauts 2. Yep. Uh, what was it? It was uh, Back for Blood. That's getting day one access on Game Pass. And considering that game's going to be like £60, that's going to be like a steal <laughs> just to get on Game Pass. That's the, it's what, it's the Left 4 Dead-esque game it is. Uh, yeah, I, I think that was pretty much the, uh, as much as I gathered from the Microsoft uh, conference was just... Also, Halo. Free to play multiplayer, like... nice. Yeah, but we've known Halo's been coming for so long. What is it, four years now? Five years? Um, probably not, probably four. Hmm. It was supposed to come out last year, but... But then oh, stuff oh, happened. In the way. Stuff got happened, it had to be more fine-tuned. Which is fine. That famous saying goes, a game delayed is a game not bad. <laughs> uh, Duke Nukem Forever would like to have a word with you. Well, a game uh, at least it's not rushed out like 06 was. <laughs> no, it took 14 years, three development studios, and a ridiculous amount of money to create Duke Nukem Forever, which is, you know, Duke Nukem Forever. It's, it's, the, it's the punchline to all delayed games. And the fact that it was as bad as it was was the icing on the cake. Mm. Could you imagine it, yeah, they it, it like? It was a special kind of bad, and it's like I didn't even finish it before I traded it in because I knew I needed to trade it in quickly to get any kind of my money back. I want my money back. <laughs> I probably should have done that and just mm. taken it back to the shop and said, "Yeah, this is garbage." Yeah, the game's um, broken. Why? What's happened with it? It's it ended after two hours. Mm. And it was very not entertaining. But yes, that that is the the, the punchline. But uh, as Mr. Bernardo has said, sometimes delaying a game does improve things. Mm. Uh, yes, but uh, that was Microsoft side of things. Um, uh, but yeah, the the other main companies kind of just did their best bits and didn't really unveil all that much. At least that caught my eye. No, not really. There's just there's nothing show-stopping, and I, I I do have to kind of think that a lot of the reason behind that is the state of the world this last year. I mean, speaking personally, and I know yourself, Ian, mm. we've both been able to work constantly remotely for the last year. Exactly. And yeah. I would have thought video game studios would be able to see some sort of set up like that fairly quickly as well. Sure, they wouldn't see it coming, but they would have been able to set something up fairly quickly. Um, but no, they seem to have been really caught flat-footed, and that has just thrown the wrench in the video game cycle. It does. It has. I mean, particularly for those that used mocap in their uh, development. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. But it's just... I know a lot of the artists and uh, designers and stuff it's all kind of work that can still continue remotely um, even if yes I know there's the matter of PCs and having the right PCs and the powerful PCs but there are virtual networks that you can dial into these powerful PCs and continue the work um, remotely there are ways to achieve it it's just yeah so I'm just yeah. a little surprised that it has just hit the games industry that badly, so we seem to be getting such a lacklustre year. I must admit, there were some things that did interest me, the actual legitimate games in the, the E3 conferences this year, that I did 
take quite a big uh, interest in. Mm. Um, the common thread being that they're all Nintendo themes. Yes. Uh... And I mean, uh, I mean, even Square Enix and heck, everyone here knows that how much of a Square Enix fan I am. Oh yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. There just wasn't there. You had the Guardians announcement, Guardians of the Galaxy, which. Mm. It's basically just a spin-off of the Avengers game that they did, which just didn't. which kind of fell flat. It did. It, it did, from what I hear as well. But I think I've played tons of other um, superhero games. I, I kind of just felt burnt out on that genre um, after yeah. Avengers Endgame. Uh, so it's kind of just it's 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 nice for me to sort of take a step back and look at other things and yeah, just going ah, Avengers. Guardians, and much as I love the Guardians of the Galaxy, I, it just didn't catch me at this moment in time. Mm. Maybe it'll be better, but if they don't announce it every five minutes. Um, yeah, I, I think Disney is towing a very fine line because it's clearly the thing is they're pushing the Guardians of the Galaxy brand with mm. uh, the characters they have in the movies, but then you look at the video games and it's like, well, these are not the characters that I know from the movies, these are closer to a version you see in the comic books. And admittedly, that's bad, but it's, you kind of, and I think that's part of the problem with the Avengers game. It's like, you look at them and it's, I want to play as my favorite character. I want to play as uh, Robert Downey Jr. as Iron Man. And it's like, nope, you're going to try to find a balance. And you're not going to like it. uh, Yeah, partly because they probably couldn't pay for Robert Downey Jr.'s likeness in that um, role mm. um, so I think that's where those kind of games fall flat They've Disney have done so well from those movies now and it's like well let's cash on it with the games but then the games fall flat because they can't follow the model of what people are expecting those characters to be just my thought, two thoughts because they're making it hyper realistic if they made it cartoony or something like that. You could, it doesn't need to be Robert Downey Jr. It could be like the Telltale iteration of uh, oh, Guardians. For the mm. Lego games, in terms of silliness. Yeah, I mean, that sells well. Like yeah, it, it's, it's detached enough from the movies that um, people don't draw the association. True, true. Sorry, but yeah. diverting again. <laughs> Um, but yes, aside from the Guardians, the only thing that sort of caught my interest were the two Final Fantasy announcements. Uh, the first one being the prelude to Final Fantasy 1, in uh... which the internet has uh, mockingly referred to as Chaos Edition, because the trailer just basically spouted chaos all the time, despite the fact that that is actually a part of Final Fantasy 1, and I'm not going to mention any more about that. Um, it was what, Strangers but... of Paradise? Specifically yeah, Streets of Paradise, the, the fact they keep referring to chaos all the time, that's kind of a plot point of Final Fantasy 1, so um, that's kind of why they're saying it. I think it's all supposed to be like the origins of 1. Yes, so if it would be the, the origins of chaos, and spoilers for, for those who are, are interested in playing through Final Fantasy 1 for the first time, uh, chaos is actually the bad guy of the first uh, Final Fantasy game. As in the legitimate bad guy is a person called Chaos. So when they're hunting Chaos, that's probably who they're hunting. Mm. Makes, um, sense. makes sense. 
the other one, which I got alerted to before I saw the actual conference and such, was uh, real releases of Final Fantasy 1 through 6. Yeah, uh, and so... they call Pixel Enhanced Edition. And in case of. Well, and I just thought, well, they can't do any worse than the mobile game of Final Fantasy V. Uh, if you if you are listening to this and you've not uh, seen the mobile version of Final Fantasy V, go check out my uh, my let's play of Final Fantasy V over on the LMC YouTube channel. Its graphical style is unique to say the least. Um, and yeah, basically take the wonderful art style from the the SNES era or the the GBA games re-releases of it. And basically smush them into uh, in, into just generic character sprites. Um, it didn't work well. It didn't work well, as of, of which I mentioned many times. So it'll be interesting to see how they do that. Um, but it's being released on mobiles, which kind of already have a whole chunk of those games already announced for it, already on it. So I don't quite see what audience this is this is getting. I suppose um, anyone who's not played the original ones at any point. At any point, yeah. Or perhaps those that refuse to play the mobile version of Final Fantasy V because of the, the, the kidified um, graphics. Um, I can understand it. I can't see the audience for it personally. I mean, but... it's going to be on Switch, so it's, it's going to be an option for those who just want something to play on the go. Uh, true, true. But, yeah. That was Square Enix. Um... And then the other things that caught my eye were actually things that I was interested in. Uh, the uh, the main one from our good old friends at Ubisoft was uh, the sequel to Mario and Rabbids. Ah, uh, yes. Everyone's been uh, eager for that one. Uh, yeah. Uh, everyone? Well, everyone doesn't hate it completely. It's been like one of those surprise Hello. nice ones hmm. of a crossover. Because it was Mario I, I, plus I, I, Rabbids I, I, plus XCOM. You would have thought wouldn't have worked. He's like, everyone's like mocking. It's like this is not going to work, surely. And then they see it like, oh, this actually does work for some reason. How the hell have you done this? I, I mean, it's. I'll, I'll just freely admit, it's like XCOM is not the kind of game I like playing. That turn-based strategy thing kind of rubs me the wrong way. It is a particular taste. Um, yeah, it's 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 not it's not my taste. It's like most people's energy twist version of sweets i like honesty twists but i don't like turn-based strategies uh and most people don't like honesty twists anyway i'm digressing uh <laughs> my my only question is what the frick is that rabbit that's base that has the green and black hair i don't know With, like what i i don't know i i think they're keeping their identity a mystery Okay, because I, I I just wondered if it was something out of the first game or something, and I just I just look at it and I'm kind of just going, this clearly means something, but what does it mean? Because it means less than nothing to me. And <laughs> what? I mean, there's no rivets. Hmm. So, uh, so I'm not missing anything in particular. Not to my knowledge, no. no. Uh, obviously, I haven't fully completed the original one, so I may need to do that before uh, getting um, Sparks of Hope. Mm. Uh, so, yeah. So, so basically, it's just yeah, it's something that they're putting out to make hype for the game, and it's freaking working because I'm talking about it, and it's not a game I ever intend on buying or playing. True. 
so it worked. Thank you, rabbits. God damn, they're annoying, but they know they know how to do their job. That's the sound they make, isn't it? Something like that. So, speaking of XCOM S games, there was Metal Slug Tactics. Oh, I for I forgot about that. Yes, yes, that that I am looking forward to. I think I think someone I think maybe you in that said it was uh, a reminder of Final Fantasy Tactics. Was it? Uh. uh no, I I think I said it reminded me of Advance Wars. Uh, I think I think someone else said it was uh, it was tactics. It might have been Fifth Earth, even maybe. <coughs> but yeah, it's uh, another strategy game that caught my eye and thought, "Ooh, this is interesting. This will this will sort of perfectly capture that uh, that Advance Wars thing that I've been missing for so long." And then Nintendo announced Advance Wars. Not just a new one, just a, the remake of one and two. Yeah, it's it's a remake remaster of Advance Wars one and two, which I'm happy with. I mean, to be I fair, a lot of people liked that. Is a bit of a, what, a cult classic from the, the uh, GBA era. Yeah, so originally it was uh, Famicom Wars over in Japan, and then uh, at the advent of the, the GBA, they released a new game for international release, Advance Wars, and. It was a resounding success, uh, to the point where it had three sequels, Advance Wars 2, and then the DS sequels, um, Dual Strike, and um, I think it was Dark Dawn released over here. Um, Possibly, uh... yeah. Yeah, uh, so basically, yeah, you had those. And then you also had the, the real-time strategy spin-off, Battalion Wars, for the GameCube. Um, so it was big in the sort of in sort of the, the noughties era, so sort of 2000 to 2010. It, it was a just a huge series, mm. and then it sort of disappeared. Disappeared for uh, 13 years, and now it's back. Indeed, uh, so that was a huge surprise. Um, what else was a huge surprise? We were talking about games that uh, were delayed and delayed way back uh, earlier on in the the show. Guess what? Delayed game for over 15 years. Uh, is it fifteen years? I'd say it's at least over ten years. Or at least the name. Uh, the, the name, at least, yes. It's the Urban Legend of Metroid Dread. So, for the, for those who weren't aware, Metroid Dread was the code name given to a was the hypothetical code name of a new Metroid game for the DS era. The uh, whole side scroll type, the original. Yes. Was in. Yeah. So basically, like Super Metroid and Metroid Fusion, it was the side on two D. Stuff rather than the, the first person Prime series. Hmm. And yeah, it became uh, sort of an urban legend in the Metroid community of uh, of Dread, such as I think even uh, Retro Studios made reference to it when they said so that the Project Dread was nearing completion or something like that in a pirate log in one of the Prime games. Um, but yeah, the name's been hanging around for ages. And then no Metroid Prime 4, which I perfectly understand considering the fact that they've had to build it from the ground up again um yeah. patience patience, patience metroid fans uh and then they just announced metroid 5 uh metroid dread which is just okay i was totally not expecting this but i am all up for more uh more side-scrolling metroid and it seems to be playing more in the vein of the claustrophobic hunting uh, setup of um, fusion, 
Hmm. I know Jay Fair says he's, he's quite interested in it, so that's something for him to look forward to, at the very least. Mm. I might have a look at it myself uh, when it comes out. Um, I would advise, um, if, you, if you are wanting to get into the side-scrolling Metroids, play Fusion first. Are they on the Switch in any capacity? Because I don't uh, have consoles. <laughs> Fusion is the Game Boy Advance Metroid. Uh, so the near, the nearest thing you can go to get it if you don't have a GBA is the Wii U shop. <laughs> uh. Which is probably not many people. Um, Were any of them but, on the Snares or Nares? Because I'm pretty sure uh, it might be on the uh, yeah. thing for that, maybe. Get the, uh, get the Snares one, which is Super Metroid, because that's effectively... Uh, <sighs> Yeah, I, I would go for Fusion first because that's the, the more friendlier game to start off with in the whole Metroidvania genre, and then Super Metroid. But Super Metroid itself is a really good game to start off with. Um, if you have a 3DS, try and pick up the Samus Returns uh, remake because it's done by the same studio that's doing Dread. So if you want to see how Dread's going to evolve, get the 3DS version. Okay, um... Wow, so I did a quick. I I I just did a quick uh, eBay search. Uh, so Samus Metroid Samus Returns Legacy Edition for 3DS. Uh, oh wait, that's slightly better. One hundred and seventy-five pounds. Oof. The top listing is three hundred pounds from the United States. But yeah, the the game itself. Um, with case, you're looking at 100 quid. Uh, without case, you're looking at around 85. Oh, that one's from Japan, but 85 quid. I think it's also available as a digital download on the 3DS shop, but don't quote me on that. Yeah, if you, if you want to waste your money and not have a physical product to sell on later on, which, um, yeah, uh, seems buying Metroid Samus Returns on the 3DS was a good investment for some people. Oh yeah, but if you're not interested in paying that much, you just if you have access to the collection on the Switch, the originals on the NES one. I check. Yeah, the the original is on the NES. I wouldn't play it. Not unless you're a man. That's a guess. Uh, if you're interested in, in sort of NES time, it's very dated. Um, I so yeah, I would just go straight to Super Metroid. Um, but there are options for the other sides, uh, side-scrolling Metroids if you are interested in that. Um, so yeah, that 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 was one of the big surprises for me was, oh, new Metroid, sweet. Mm, and then there was a bunch of uh, Zelda news. True, was. true. Yeah. Did you know that Skyward Sword HD is coming out soon? No, I didn't. No. Do you go really? on? Tell me more. Uh, no, because it's actually not one of my favourite Zelda games. It's it, I honestly have played through it, and it's just not grabbed me. Um, uh, it's it's one of those ones that I think's fallen through the cracks because it came out at the edge of um, the Wii U's the lifespan. Yeah, yeah, it came it, out you, the end, so it's been kind of missed. Yeah, because because uh, most people when they think of Wii um, Zelda titles, they always think of Twilight Princess and uh, Wind Waker remake. Which is one that hasn't. Uh, no, Rind Wind Waker Wii make was Wii U. Was it? Not the Wii. Yeah. Uh, that's um, one that's definitely not on the Switch. It should be. It's a wasted remake. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, no, Scarlet Sword just didn't grab me. Um, probably partly because of the control scheme. Um, 
of which you've not played Skyward Sword, uh, rather than the traditional sort of control stick and buttons to, swa- uh, to slash and s- uh, hack at your opponents, you actually used the nunchuck and the Wiimote to swing your sword. And they've actually replicated that the Switch with the Joy-Cons. But there is an option to turn it off, I believe? Uh, there is, yes. And it turns the um, the right stick to the, just to the swingy, swordy button. I mean, that's fine. It gives people options. It gives people options, yes. Um, so we'll see how that goes. But yeah, Skyward Sword is not the one I was looking forward to. Um, but the thing I am looking forward to, uh, despite the fact that I initially was kind of lukewarm with it, but then sort of it grew on me, is Breath of the Wild 2. I mean, if you liked Breath of the Wild 1, you're probably going to like the second, perhaps. Perhaps. As I, as I say, the Breath of the Wild grew on me. I, I found Breath of the Wild to be very stilted um, to begin with. After the first Divine Beast I cleared, it just seemed to open up and sort of it sort of slowly grew on me. So hopefully Breath of the Wild 2 does the same. But uh, it certainly looks to be delving more into the lore rather than of it of things. So it'll be interesting. It will be interesting. Mm. I mean, Phil, you've played uh, Breath of the Wild recently. Are you still playing it? Uh, still finishing it. Uh, yeah, it, it's one of those games we keep coming back to after a little bit of a break, which we probably shouldn't be because then we forget all the controls. Um, but yeah, looking forward to the sequel. Um, yeah, I, I, I will admit, in the past, I've not been one of those people to go for uh, Zelda games because I kind of, I kind of just went, eh. and then Breath of the Wild played it, and it's like. Okay, yeah, this is really good. Kind of, and got into it, especially the puzzles. The puzzles were really nice. Mm. So yeah, I'm looking forward to the sequel. I mean, if you're not looking forward to that, you've at least got the Game Watch uh, Zelda stuff to look forward to. If you're into that sort of uh, little trinkets. Yeah. Uh, so Worth it for Link's Awakening alone. If you say so. Uh, it probably isn't, but... I, I'm I'm obliged to say this because Link's Awakening is my favourite Zelda game. Oh, it's think, not the best Zelda game, but it's my favourite. I think it might be one that Kev might take a glance at. I think I think one of the games on it is one of his favourite. I can't remember which one. Uh, he, he's he's he really likes that game and watch game that they're including on it. The 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 mole hammering one. <laughs> but yeah, aside from. Aside from those things, the rest of it was just kind of there. Nothing really caught my eye, good or bad. And that's kind of a bad thing. Because uh, if you have a bad E3, people are going to remember it and go, oh yeah, these are the ones that did this. And you kind of do live on and you do kind of have that thing and you go, okay, we're going to be better next time. Or The games are going to still be in the memory and when they turn out to be a lot better than expected public opinion soars and it becomes the next big thing but this one has just been it's been there and there's just been there's been very little traction aside from some of the big things yeah apart from zelda apart from uh, apart from zelda surprised ones apart from uh kazuya in a uh, smash from second he's coming oh yeah yeah you see I... unfortunately i i put that into the sort of the general of the general it's there and it's a shame because Tekken being a rep in Smash is, is huge, but it, I think it was just a part of what the entire thing was. It's just it was there, and there was just no 
build up. There was no sort of thing to it. It was just, it, it was. Effectively, it was. I mean, and that's the same for, for Capcom, for else had fun, Ubisoft, uh... for uh, Squeenix, for Microsoft, for. I, I mean, the only other thing that stuck in my mind throughout the entirety of E3 was Devolver and their NFT that they were selling. What? Uh, I didn't watch. What did they do? They were selling an NFT. And I can't say what it stands for because because it, it's definitely not safe for work. God damn it. I'm going to have to look it up later. Um, Don't tell me. I'll look it up later. It's fine. <laughs> well, to, to, to me saying it is... would Let's just say me saying it would be definitely out of character. Uh, but that was the only thing that's, that stuck in my mind was Devolver playing off the whole thing of the whole sort of concept of um, of conferences and such, and and doing their version of of, uh, of various things. Um, but that was it. But the rest of it was just there. Mm. And you had your standard trips. You had your uh, you had your Far Cries. You had your uh, Call of Duties. You had your Halos. You had your standard stuff and. It was just is, and yeah. If you liked the things that were shown, more power to you. Uh, for me, it was pretty underwhelming. It was. It wasn't bad. It was just there, and I think that's possibly worse than it being a bad E3. I mean, that's fair. Mm. Yeah, but ups and downs. It can't all be stellar. No, especially. This year, uh, when you consider we've had, last year we had two, well, we had a major world event. Mm -hmm. uh, we had two console launches, which didn't seem to bring anything to the table in terms of this is why you should buy our console. Other this than pain and anguish trying to get the console. Yes. Mm. Um, and yeah, the, the, the only ones seeming to win right now is the the one with a established console that's uh, fairly cheap and easy to develop for or pump something out on it that's um, been somewhere else for a while so Nintendo are winning once again yes they've actually I've looked at their lineup list they've pretty much got at least a noticeable game coming out each month uh, yeah I mean, oh gosh, I've just remembered something I, I completely forgot. Oh. Which is unlike me, considering the series it is. Um, Shimagami Tensei 5. Oh, yes, that. That was shown as well. That was shown as well. And the fact that I, as a huge fan of the Shimagami Tensei series, completely forgot, forgot about it. that. Mm. Shame. Shame. <laughs> no, it's fine. Were you that disappointed? No, no, I am actually legitimately excited for, uh, for 5. Um,. Because it looks like it's going to be a, a building on all of the stuff from four, and actually, you know, making sort of getting rid of all the stuff that made four so slow and slow bogs down. It looks like it's it gives it a nice lick of paint uh, and such like. So yeah, I I am looking forward to five. Unfortunately, the trailer, much like the trailers for everything else, was there. It was fine, but it just wasn't memorable. Yeah, well, yeah, at least it was there. There was one noticeable series that was not anywhere at all in Nintendo's and that was I know I couldn't see any Bubsy games I'm absolutely shocked by it God damn it Ian. 
you know. Pokemon. Now, now, let, let's be fair. We've been well catered for Pokemon this year I mean, already. I mean, They've had their own special direct, essentially. That's true. But I was like back in Feb, so I would have thought maybe they do a little reminder trailer during the E3. Hey, like, hey I, these remakes are coming out. Remember? Yeah, yeah. I they could have done something like that. Um, just. And it would have been that much effort to throw together a trailer. Even they don't even need to announce anything. They just need to throw a trailer out. It's like, look here. These are the coming out. Remember these? Pre-order. Do it. Do it now. Hmm. But hey, we have new Pokemon Snap to keep us entertained. But that is true. I'm not going to put DLC on that lot since it's done so quite yeah. well. Yeah. I, I, I know. know. It, it took Nintendo two years to develop uh, to develop quote. DLC for Super Mario Party, in which that DLC was online play. I think that was more so, testing for the Superstars Mario Party that's coming out in October. True, of which I am, of which much like Mega Ten Five, I was intrigued by, and then oh, it just about? disappeared. Yeah, it disappeared because it. But yeah, uh, Mario Party Superstars with online play seems like it's going to be quite a bit of fun. Yeah. It's going to be quite some fun for some people. Indeed, uh, and it will give you the advantage of not being in the same room as other people, so uh, you don't have to worry about being uh, hit over the head with a cushion uh, by winning. Or shouted out point blank, like, why did you do that to me? Why did you steal my star? I mean, that's what Discord's for. True. Mm. I've always kind of struggled with the Mario Party games because they don't... They always seem to, to take a long time to do. Um... Well, Super Mario Party actually uh, gets a game done in under an hour. Depends on how many turns you set it for. True, true. Uh, mm. Then again, that was kind of light mode, and it was basically you could have a game that finished in 10 turns. True. Whereas standard, standard Mario Party boards finish after 20 turns. Yeah, that's two hours, potentially, and it's like losing will to live. At least it isn't Sonic Shuffle. About <laughs> that. Like, I have played that. It took me an hour and a half to beat one board. Oof. In, sing in single player. Single player? Oh, that sounds I played painful. It. I, I played it when I was around at Dave's a long time ago. I own it, but I've never actually played it. And it's like, okay, wow, this is pretty dire. Uh, I have to say, it is probably my most recent Sonic game acquisition. Mm. It, to be fair, it's been a while since I bought a Sonic game. True. And, and, True. And, and, and I will admit, uh, I have been looking at, okay, how do I import things from Amazon Japan for um, the 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 one that they've just announced with the art book? Ah, uh, the uh, colors, you mean? Yeah. Wait, Japan's getting the art book for. Damn. They're getting um... an art book. They're, they're getting a an art book, a coin, a CD, and it's like. But Sonic's not that big in Japan. Why are they getting the nice editions? Why is your parents not getting it? Your parents love it. Mm. Somewhere a T-Bird's uh, merch sense is tingling. Well, he, he'll, he'll have means to get it at it anyway, he will. Oh, you can, you can do it. All you need to do is apparently sign up for an Amazon Japan account and then just deal with crappy currency to conversions and whatever the shipping fees end up being... <laughs> Which could potentially bankrupt you. Mm. <laughs> and let's just forget about customs. Which oh. I don't oh. I don't know now. If we've got a free trade agreement with um, Japan, does that mean we don't get customs? 
If I info, uh, that might be something. I, I'm a computer scientist, not not an economic. Economonomonomonom. I I'm not good with uh, with finance. Yeah, or international trade disputes. I mean, we'll find out soon. And mm. if it means no more customs, it means more people can get more shit from Japan. Well, to be fair, it's like it, the deal we've got in place is just parity with what we had with Europe and Japan before. And I will admit, uh, I've had a number of things shipped over from Japan in the last couple of years that ain't been caught by customs, and I really think they should have been. So, I don't uh, know if it means that we don't get customs charges anymore. I'll have to Google it. Yeah, I, I think it's certainly something to investigate after we finish talking about E3. Mm. Mm. Sorry, am I diverting again? No, it's fine, it's fine. <laughs> it's all e uh, ep Today's episode is called I Digress. Mm. But I digress. But I digress. But I digress. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I, I I watch something frequently that has one of the people on it just continually, uh, one of the commentators on it just continually go off on random tangents whilst things happening, and then just goes, "But I digress." <laughs> but I digress. And I'm sure we'll hear about that probably in the next regular recording for LMC Cast. Hmm. You're trying to get us back on track. Maybe. <laughs> you can't prove anything. Mm. <laughs> right. Um. So, um, uh, not really much else to say, is there? For yeah. E3, just kind of a damp squid, and then Nintendo came in and announced, "Yeah, here's some games coming up." A bit and for everyone, rejoiced. but not enough for everyone to go, "Woo, winner!" Mm. Yeah, that's the thing. Certainly not enough to back up the first full year of two major consoles released. New consoles. There's not enough there no. to say, make me want to go and buy it at the full price. I mean, to be fair, there was the thing that affected everyone, so. Yeah. Yeah. Next, next year onwards, I would imagine. Yeah, I, yeah. I'm, I'm surprised that Microsoft and Sony maintain their launch dates with what they were knowing that the catalog's not going to be there i know um there was very little in terms of exclusives for the the xbox series x and for the ps5 you had uh spider-man miles morales and demon souls and now yeah. they had this clank. long yeah now long wait now you've got Ratchet and clank and i don't know what the next one next big exclusive is for the ps5 aside from god of war and that's I don't know much about. I just know that there's a sequel coming out for the PS5, and that's it. No, 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 that's Dad of War, isn't it? <laughs> I mean, there's going to be Horizon at some point. So that's going to be the at, uh, Yeah, at some point. Mm. Uh, I, to be fair, I look at it now, and it's like, okay, well, why should I invest in a console when a PC is fine? Sorry, get PC the Xbox Master Game Pass for the PC. You can get the entire Yakuza series on there. Do not tempt me. I am playing through Yakuza Zero on PC. <laughs> oh, how far are you in? Uh, and uh, by the way, uh, like chapter two and a half. Oh, introduction of Majima. Nice. Mm. Oh no, Majima's chapter three. Sorry. Okay. Okay. Uh, no. Sorry, but I, I digress. I... <laughs> but I digress. It's all fine. It's mm. all fine. Yeah. So, yeah, if, it's just an underwhelming if, year, I think. 
for, for, uh, maybe for us, year. maybe next year. But oh. if if you do feel that there are other things that we may have missed, uh, feel free to sort of let everyone know um, in the appropriate uh, places. Mm. Mm. Don't forget to like, comment, subscribe, uh, ring the bell, or whatever means of supporting this podcast you do now or wherever it ends up in the dim and distant future because god only knows what's going to look like in 10 years time that's a scary thought someone might Ooh. be listening to this in 10 years time but i was waffling god <laughs> i've had I've, well i mean kev's kev's done it to me recently where he's released things i've recorded with friends 10 years ago and it's like i remember none of this i deny all knowledge Lies, slander. I did what? <laughs> no, I don't remember that. No, Phil, definitely. We do remember the time that you yelled at us that you had a massive wrench and we had to get out of your way. Oh, that was kind of hard to forget. That's a highlight. Oh, man. I think with like, that... it is you never forget. Never that is <laughs> true. I think with that, uh, we shall end it for this uh, yeah, episode. Yeah, exactly. Thank you very much for listening. Indeed. Have a good rest of the day, wherever you are. And we'll see you next time when it should be a bit more back to normal with the, the board games. Where will mm. be? We'll, we'll fly now. Ta-da for now. Bye. Bye.